and welcome to Inside IB, your guide to the ins and outs of student life at Imperial College Business School. Real experiences as told by the students themselves. This podcast is your one-stop shop on what it's like to study at Imperial on one of our master's or MBA programs. I'm Julia McShane. I'm the Director of Student Life here at the Business School. My team help you make the most of your Imperial experience, from throwing legendary events like our Natural History Museum, Welcome Party, to inspirational online talks from incredible leaders, and not to forget the annual Summer Ball. In this five-episode series, we're going to cover everything you need to know about joining the business school and the fantastic opportunities that will be on offer to you as a student. There is no one better to give you the inside scoop on Imperial life than the students themselves. Each episode, I'll be bringing on a guest to share their stories and advice. Kicking off on our first episode, preparing you for your programme. So, you've been offered a place to study at Imperial. Now begins the fun part, getting ready for business school. First up, we'll be chatting with Vachelin Santrapala, a student on our full-time MBA, all about setting up on our hub learning platform and completing the important pre-study primers. Um, Vachelin, hello. How are you doing, Julia? I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying sunny London right now. Um, and thank you for taking the time out of your day. We're very excited to have you here. To kind of warm you up, I've got some rapid fire questions to get to know you a little better. Is that okay? Yeah, let's go for it. Great. Okay. Where were you born? I was born in London at St. George's Hospital. Excellent. And what were you doing before you joined the full-time MBA? Uh, so I was actually working for the NHS as a digital innovation uh, strategy lead, so looking how we can use digital tools to improve patient care. And prior to that, a bit of COVID. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just a touch of it. There's a small thing that happened in the world of the NHS. I'm surprised the right. NHS let you out for the year. We're very lucky to have you here. Um, can you describe Imperial College Business School in three words? Uh, good question. Inclusive, driven, sustainability. Uh, what I really valued is that a lot of the you hear business and you hear capitalism, but a lot of what we're doing in the last year has been about talking about stakeholder capitalism and how you can use business to impact society positively. And for me, like coming from a healthcare background, a public sector background, that's something that's really resonated with me. So uh, definitely kind of social impact has been a big theme in my year. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, and now we're going to go back and think about before you started your studies at Imperial College Business School, can you share with us the story of when you received your offer to the programme? Yeah, so I applied in January um, of the year that I started. So I started in September and applied in, in January. For me, I received that offer in April, had, had an interview uh, with Juliet, who's one of the program directors. And for me, it was just a great validation of the fact that one, uh, you're wanted at one of the best MBA schools in London. Uh, and then number two, uh, I was kind of fortunate to actually be given a scholarship. So I've got the Riley family uh, scholarship, which very kindly pays for the MBA on my behalf. And for me, that was just phenomenal and transformational i think prior to that i had plans to do like three side hustles and <laughs> to push myself <laughs> through the mba uh, so for me there was a lot of weight off of my shoulders but also just to know that kind of your value add to the business school um is is wanted and also that the real 
there were quite a few scholarships um, awarded in our year. And I think that's something quite unique. Yeah, what an amazing, amazing opportunity to step out of your life and just focus on that for a while. How brilliant. Um, So... We'll get down to what, you know, what we, what do you do before you come? Obviously, you talked to us about your yelping in the office and joy over the scholarship and the program, which is an awesome story. Um, but one of the most important things um, you do need to do is you get your hub access sorted, you know, before you start your program. Can you just give a little overview to our incoming students, our possible new incoming students, and kind of what the hub is and why you need to get get on that pretty early? Yeah, so the hub is essentially where all your curriculum information is delivered. Uh, you've got something called an, uh, kind of a news feed that all, all your professors will use to message you well in advance of your modules about things that need to be done, pre-reading. Um, it's also where the recordings of all your classes are, uh, where, where the materials are found, where you can kind of network and discuss with your other MBA colleagues. It, it really especially in this kind of semi-virtual world that we're living in at the moment, it really is kind of the, the lifeblood behind the course. And so being able to orientate yourself to that software platform and being comfortable navigating that, I think is, is just really prudent before you come and kind of start the MBA in September. Absolutely. So you've got access to the hub, you, you know, you've logged in and you can begin your pre-study modules or primers. Can you tell me about the primers that you had to complete before the full-time MBA? Yeah, there's actually quite a few and it's actually a fair amount of work. Um, I think accounting took like between five to six hours and we had one for accounting, finance, uh, data analytics, like a few ethics-based ones as well. Um, I'm sure there's more than I'm forgetting that we can maybe put in. <laughs> but essentially, um, there, there was a lot to do. But what it meant is that you landed in class pretty well. And, and not everyone comes from a corporate background. I came from a public sector largely background. And so being able to kind of calibrate myself to what the expectations are of a graduate program uh, is really important. And I think doing the work in the form of primers just kind of gets you off to kind of a, a good kickstart because it gives you an overview of what these modules are. And normally the primers are the more complicated analytical data-based uh, modules where conceptually it may take you a bit longer to kind of wrap your head around and um, getting yourself a head start is, is definitely kind of a smart move in my opinion. Actually, that leads me straight on to the next question. So it might double up a bit, but let's go for it. And um, why is it important for as a student to complete these primers before joining their program? Everyone's like short on time. So I, th- I think that the constraint of why you wouldn't do it potentially is because you think you're going to save yourself time by just kind of winging it and kind of going to class and, and seeing how you do. But I actually think you end up spending more time and more stress in the long run of trying to catch up from, from where you are. And so actually being a bit prepared and actually telling your boss at work that actually you may need a couple of days off to prepare for the MBA. Um, you may need to spend some time on the weekends to kind of get there. It actually, in the long run, makes your life just probably less stressful, makes makes the exam examination process a lot more smooth, uh, makes you feel confident uh, when you're in class and you're asked for things that you, you know you know what you should know and what you don't know is, is, is good learning and good things to ask questions. Otherwise, if you've not done that preparation, I feel 
it's, it's, it's highly likely that you can feel quite inhibited with asking questions of professors because you're worried that you shouldn't really pick that up prior <laughs> um, or that you kind of keep quiet, right? You keep mum because you, you don't want to let on that you haven't done some of the things. So I think it just kind of that everyone's putting a lot of capital to be where they are. So it makes sense in my mind just to spend those kind of three, four days um, trying to get orientate as much as possible because then you get the biggest return on investment i believe nice great answer thank you and what did you enjoy about the primers yeah for me for me it was just the kind of the clarity of being able to kind of orientate yourself to these kind of new concepts so uh, i'll be really honest i i did account i looked at accounting and i didn't know how to read a balance sheet at all but within a period of five hours i, I kind of got the gist of, of, of why we need to have them what composed of a balance sheet and so forth and that's just phenomenal that in, in a really short amount of time you can summarize quite a complex subject that people spend three four years trying to master so i, I, I like the fact that they were bite-sized enough uh, that would give you kind of a macroscopic overview that you could have some really good and clear learnings from but they weren't too kind of overdosed on kind of content that you felt that you were doing a pre-MBA, if that makes sense. It was just <laughs> a, the just a wrap, kind of just the right amount of time um, to kind of whet your appetite, but not completely kind of uh, feel like they're kind of labor intensive. Brilliant. Thank you very much. That's really good. Lots of students, and you mentioned yourself, will be working probably full time before they join their imperial program. Can you share with me your top tips for completing these primers if you're working full time? There's quite a few of them. So I think don't underestimate it, number one. I think number two, trying to kind of get a, a visual scan of each of the modules early. There'll be things that are really simple to you and you can probably scan through them and say, hey, well, I've done this before at business school and in my undergrad don't need to do them and there might be things that kind of cause your your kind of eyebrows to furrow and those are the ones that you should probably prioritize you should prioritize the modules where you feel challenged the most um and then allocate time based on your scans so if you scan something can you say well this is three lectures and the lectures take half an hour and there's some post lecture work to do i'm going to give myself five hours to kind of get through that i would really say one allocate some time and i and i would say probably try and do these a month in advance because it's a surprisingly large amount. Uh, and then number two, prioritize the ones which make you, which challenge you the most and do those first because it's human nature to want to do things that are easy, but I think you'll get the best kind of return on, on learning by doing things that challenge you first. It's the classic thing, isn't it? My house is spotless when I need to do my tax return. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, go the other way around. Start with the tax return. Brilliant. Thank you. That was really insightful. And before we wrap up, I just want on kind of your side, I've got two questions for you. Um, one is, so you're now on South Kensington. Um, what is your South Kensington top tip or like secret hideaway that you would recommend for incoming students to check out? Yeah, I have a great one that's been shut for a lot of the time. It's just reopened. So the Victorian Albert Museum has this phenomenal library that you can go work in for free. You have to just go register beforehand. But um, yeah, I think it's got mahogany tables and green leather, <laughs> like uh, where, where, your, where your laptop sits. Um, and you're surrounded by, I think, books that average like 200 years old. So it's got that very Hogwartsy kind of feel to it. <laughs> and I love writing my essays there because you can 
get writer's block, go down, look at some Venetian art for a while, and then come back and feel more inspired. And I was like, there's nowhere else in the world that I think I would prefer to be when I'm writing a long bit of uh, a long essay or a bit of coursework. And so uh, for me, I probably can't sound like a bit of a geek, right? But I think this library is probably the coolest library in the world and it's right opposite the business school. So I would tell everybody to register to the library ASAP. Uh, obviously enjoy the VNA as much as possible. But um, it's kind of a fun way to get work done as opposed to just being uh, in a cubicle uh, in, in a kind of a clinical, a clinical room where there's not much sunlight to being in this really kind of cool and fancy uh, library. I mean, that sounds incredible. And I've worked at Imperial now for four years and have never been. So I will see you in there. Um, and then what is your one piece of advice you'd give a future Imperial College business school student before beginning their programme? Yeah, I think get ready to expand your network. I think that the the expected return of an MBA is that you gain a certain knowledge and therefore you're able to grow as a professional. But what was slightly hidden for me is that you also gain a large number of individuals who are kind of very much invested in your success. And that, what I mean by that is your colleagues on the MBA team. I think just value those relationships as much as possible and form those relationships and spend time forming those relationships. And I'd, I'd go on a limb to say that there was, they're as important as getting all the coursework done and making sure that you turn up to class and done all the readings is to get to know your your team and your classmates as much as possible because they're phenomenal emotional support but also they've all done really interesting exciting things and you may forget what was taught in corporate finance five years from now but you probably won't forget those friends who have been uh, really kind of available for you when, when you needed them and you've done likewise for them. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. That was so interesting. I really enjoyed finding out about your experience. Thank you. Our second guest today is Grishma Gupte. Grishma is one of our master's students and she is studying our MSc management program. Grishma is one of our student leaders. She is vice president of careers in the Dean Student Advisory Council. Grishma is going to give us the lowdown on getting started with your careers journey before joining your program. Hello and welcome to Inside IB. Hi Grishma, how are you today? I'm doing good Julia, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Well I have some um, official questions that I will speak to you about but it's very nice to see you. Um, So I'm going to start with some rapid fire questions Grishma. Are you ready? Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, What country were you based in before you came to Imperial College Business School? I was based in India. Nice. And can you describe in three words how it felt when you were accepted onto your program? I was thrilled. I was proud. And um, I was prepared for an exhilarating journey, basically. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent three descriptions. I love that. Um, What was your first impression of the business school? It was the place I knew I wanted to be. What, what told you about that? How, where did you get that feeling? I, I looked through the website. I looked at LinkedIn. I went through the alumni profile and I just saw myself studying at Imperial College Business School. So that's the vibe I picked up on. Excellent. And is it, is it the South Kensington vibe? Is it the location of London? Is it the, the name that Imperial has across the world? What's the bit that got to you? It's, it's all these factors combined. It's definitely, you know, it has, a, I think because Imperial College Business School is based in London, it definitely has an edge and the brand itself holds a lot of value. 
So it was multiple factors, the location, the program, the program modules, and everything combined that helped me in my decision. Amazing. And when you first walked through the door, obviously slightly delayed due to the current worldwide situation, but when you first walked through the door, how did that feel? I really felt like finally I am here. Finally, I am (laughs) at the business school. I am a student of the Imperial College Business School. It was quite a proud moment, to be honest. Um, Walking in, just getting that feeling that, you know, I've made it here. It was a really proud moment. That's brilliant. That's so brilliant. Thank you. That is the end of the rapid fire question. So don't worry. But I want one top tip that you could offer incoming students. What is, have you found a favorite on campus, like food spot or on campus little hideaway that you've loved? Um, There is a specific section near the library, which is dedicated for the Imperial College Business School students. And not many students know about it. Ah. So it's a very calm and quiet place where someone can go if they want to, you know, relax after lectures, complete their studies, work on assignments. I think that's a very nice space to go and, you know, have time for yourself and your team. Oh, amazing. I didn't know about that. I need to go check out that area. That sounds brilliant. All right. Well, today I am obviously going to chat to you about careers as, you know, within your kind of student leadership role, um, that's got a real focus for you. So we thought it'd be great for you to tell some kind of incoming students all the brilliant stuff you can kind of do before the program. So even before you land on campus, what you can do to get kind of started on your job search. Could you tell us a little bit about Imperial college business school careers department so the careers team basically has lots of people working um there are the consultants there are employer relations team and there is lisa who is the director the executive director for um career services and um, there are multiple consultants you can go to there are consultants who have a specialization in a particular field so you know you can go to them for either like finance or consulting But while I say that they have like a specialization in the field, they also know the basics of all career industries. So if you want a CV review, it's a great thing to get like an idea from everyone. So you understand different perspectives and you can build on it. And I think in terms of services, you have everything they can offer, starting from CV review and cover letter review to preparing you for an interview they have it all covered. (laughs) Amazing. And, uh, you know, obviously you're coming to a business school. Why, what is the, why is the careers, the careers element that students talk about so highly? And obviously it's a huge department in the business school. Why is it so important within your studies? I think the main reason students tend to pursue a master's degree is to get a better job or to transition from one field to the other. So that's the reason there is so much emphasis on careers And um, it's basically students trying to get an edge over the others and trying to get the best job possible for themselves so that they can they can, you know, really succeed in whatever they pursue. So that's the reason there's such a strong emphasis on careers in students mind. And um, it's one of the major reasons students tend to go after business schools like Imperial and because of the prospects that it can provide after the program. 
Amazing. And are you able to share with us what you do in your role as Vice President of Careers? Sure. Um, so I am a career leader myself. So while I am also a vice president of careers in the Dean Student Advisory Council, I am a career leader myself. And um, that means I represent and I convey or I coordinate all the information and feedback that my cohort provides to the career service team. And as the vice president, I have to understand the feedback from all different programs and collate it and be able to communicate that with uh, the career service team at Imperial. And, you know, in DSAC meetings at the Dean Student Advisory Council, if um, I need to represent the career services, I will be the the POC basically to uh, answer any questions that any questions or any communicate any feedback that the cohort has collectively so um, I, I represent all the career leaders uh, in the Dean Student Advisory Council and I communicate all feedback, all suggestions, everything that is careers related, you know. That's a great example. Thank you, Grishma. What a lovely example. Um, and we've talked about um, in previous in previous interviews already. So we've done the academic primers. We've already had those discussions. But in addition, there's obviously the careers primer module, which is on the hub. So once you're admitted, you go through onto the hub. Um, and one of the elements of this is the foundation for careers success module. Yep. Could you could you just run us through? I mean, I doubt I've never even seen it. So could you run us through what what does this entail? Okay, so the foundation for career success, it is basically the introduction that you need once you um, step into, you know, you're a business school student. So it has exercises or let's say activities or tools that you can use to understand yourself and your career goals. So it has um, exercise to identify, you know, to be more self-aware. It helps you. It has another exercise or activity that helps you understand your values and your motivators. So all these questions that you have when you are starting off as a business school student, you know, some students come with a fixed idea or they have, they have a career goal in mind, whereas some students would like to explore. So it has questions such as which career should I take? You know, where should I apply? Where can I find out more? So it has all these resources which are accumulated Everything that you need to do to be able to make your career plan is what is the foundations for career success. Amazing. Did you find out anything about yourself that surprised you? I definitely did. Did you? Can you share any of that with us or is it Um, it highly impactful and personal? (laughs) So there there was a book that was suggested in the foundations for career success. It's, um, it's by Tom Ruth and he suggests it's basically to identify um, skills or traits that you have that you demonstrate and to understand how you could use those skills or how you could work with others who show those same skills or who do not have those skills. So it was quite helpful for me to understand my nature or, you know, traits that I show in my day to day life. And so often we don't realize the traits that we demonstrate until we really look, look at ourselves, you know, we take like a hard look in the mirror and we realize, oh, maybe this is something, you know, this is the kind of person that I am. So I think one of the major reasons why this is important is because 
when you're applying to companies, you need to see yourself as a fit in that company. So understanding yourself is as crucial as understanding the company you're applying to. Wow, what an insight. And I love that it just recommends books and has all those kind of resources. How brilliant. Um, You also get access, uh, this is like a learning opportunity for me here as well. You also get access to VMOC. Could you explain what this is to us all? So VMOC is like an online platform where you have different um, services available. It uses AI. It has an option where you can upload your CV and it uses AI to identify how strong your CV is. And it gives you suggestions, recommendations about how you can improve. It um, It's a very helpful tool. It basically picks out on words and you're going to get a word-to-word feedback on how you can make your CV better. It gives you a score that you can use to understand how much more you need to improve your CV or what you need to work on. So it's an, it's an amazing platform. It Apart from the CV review that it does, it also has a feature for interview practice where you can, um, you know, companies these days, they all have online interviews and video interviews. It's no more so much in person as it used to be before. So it helps you identify how you perform in a video interview. So it's able to identify your facial expressions, your body language, your posture. So it's quite a helpful tool. The next question, Grishma, is why is it important for students to get started with this careers module before they join their program? So what happens when you join in September is that you have all academic modules that begin. And as you know, you're a student at Imperial College Business School, it's going to be rigorous and you should come prepared. You should know that you're going to hit the ground running. So being prepared in advance for the for your career and having your CV and cover letters ready will basically help you or give you an extra edge over students who are probably yet in the process of preparing. And that will help you because as soon as you join Imperial, by October and November, you're going to start applying to companies. That is when the recruitment cycle begins. So be super ready with your material from your end um, to be able to crack a job, you know, initially, if possible. And I think being prepared really helps. It just it's because there's going to be so much happening. There's going to be uh, there's going to be modules, your academic modules. There are going to be events and activities you would want to participate on, and you would really need to manage your time. So, if there's something you can do beforehand to help you manage your time better, I would say it would be to focus on your career's primer and get your CV and cover letter in place, so you are prepared for what is to come. Lovely. That is a great top tip, Grishma. Thank you so much. And just just to give someone a, a thought about what they have to look forward to. First, imagine so you've done this, you've done all your preparation, you've done the module. What what would be your advice on the like of top tips of when you arrive, when you get started? What are the the best things to really launch yourself into? So first thing you should do is definitely set up a one-is-to-one career appointment. There is, um, you can do that through Simplicity. There is an appointment, which is a welcome appointment, and you can talk to the career consultant about your goals and where you want to be, where you see yourself going, or um, if you need more clarity about how you can 
how you can think about your career goal. They will help you with anything and everything career related. So that is something you should really do because they will advise on and help you plan your journey to be able to achieve your career goal. That's great, Grishma. Thank you so much. And there's just one last question, which we might have touched on before, but what is the one piece of advice you would give a future Imperial College Business School student before they begin their program? The one piece of advice I would definitely give every student who is beginning in their studies at Imperial College Business School is network and find out more about where you want to be and network with people who have been in your shoes because that's the only way you're going to understand about what is coming your way. So talk to people, meet a lot of people and just be yourself, I think, and network a lot. That's all. That's great, Grishma. Thank you so much. That is brilliant. And it's been lovely chatting to you. And that concludes this episode of Inside IB, your guide to the ins and outs of student life at Imperial College Business School. Real experiences as told by the students themselves. I've been your host, Julia McShane. And once again, a thanks to our guests, Bachelan and Grishma, for sharing their Imperial experience. Join us again next week for the next episode on the London experience. Again, from the people who know best, our brilliant students. In the meantime, head to Imperial College Business School website to find out all you need to know ahead of starting your Imperial journey. You can find the link in the episode description.